Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. In this episode of Pit Stop, Chase Diamond, email marketer extraordinaire, joins me to break down a losing email. So if you're interested in increasing your conversion rates, increasing the impact of your welcome series and those first emails that new potential customers get from your brand, this episode is for you because we'll cover the mistakes that other brands have made so you don't have to. Enjoy the show. Awesome, man. Well, cool. Before we dive into the anatomy of like the losing and the winning email, I really want to kind of quickly talk about like the different types of emails. And then we can kind of, as we talk through these, like what these emails equate to. So in, in email marketing, there's three kind of types of emails. Uh, one is an email campaign. One is an email automation. And then there's also transactional email. So a campaign is basically a one-time send to a group of contacts. So if you think about some kind of product launch or a holiday offer, that's a campaign. Whereas an email automation or a flow, those are synonymous. Basically, it takes place off an action or behavior. So if someone enters their email into a pop-up, that will then trigger a welcome series. If someone's on your list, they add something to their cart and they don't start checkout, that will fire what we call the abandoned cart. And then moving on to the transactional email, those are all the emails that are traditionally set up in Shopify, WordPress, WooCommerce, right? Like those types of platforms, that's like order and shipping confirmations. So those are kind of like the overarching kind of buckets of emails that we create and that we send. And if we dive into kind of the anatomy of the losing email document, this is a, a welcome email from this brand. Um, so kind of from top to bottom, is it cool if I go through that? To give everyone a little bit of context, if you're just listening to this episode, the anatomy of the email, which if you're listening to an e-commerce podcast, you probably already know, but just in case you don't, the top of the email, that's the header. Then you have some visuals, some text, probably a call to action. And then at the bottom is the footer. And whenever we mention below the scroll, that's if you, or below the fold, that's when every time you have to scroll either with your thumb on a phone or mobile device or with your mouse, trackpad, whatever, on a laptop, desktop. Absolutely. So yeah, at the at the top, right? So they have a header. And when we looked at the header, both on mobile and desktop, we realized that this was only desktop friendly. And you know the, the importance here, right, is obviously as people are spending more time at home and more time on the go and whatever they're doing, um, the usage on mobile has you know, increase heavily, right? I don't think anyone's going to be surprised by that. So make sure that you're obviously designing for desktop, you know, you don't forget it, but really focusing on making sure that your emails are mobile optimized, right? So having a header that is friendly for both desktop and mobile is kind of the first fix that we would do in this email. And also keeping kind of the header clean and focusing on your audience, right? You don't want it to be cluttered. It needs to be simple, it needs to be crisp. And I think right before we kind of started hitting record, we were talking about, you know, traditionally, right, the, the email is an extension of your website, right? They go on the website and you shouldn't see the email and be like, are these the same brand? Like, what's happening here, right? They need to be congruent. They really need to be similar. You know, if your website's beautiful, you know, therefore your email designs are, should be beautiful. And I think that's actually a pretty big mistake that I see a lot of brands make is they invest so much money into like their social aesthetic and they spend so much money on making their website look really beautiful. And then you look at their emails and it's like, Wait, 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 like what, what's happening here, right? So I, I think in this email, again, at the very top, it had the, the header navigation where it talks about new arrivals, products, about us. 
And then the next key in part here is going to go into like some header text, an image, and then some subtext, right? And kind of the note that we talk about here on the right-hand side, if you're looking at the doc, is on how the importance of text hierarchy is, right? So leveraging kind of subheaders to break up long body text, and then also playing with like the fonts, the weight, the color, and the size. So that way people know where to focus. If you're looking at email on the screen, like on your screen, you'll notice that there's a back and forth between kind of like a dark text, like a black text, and then like a pink text. And it's kind of just like, well, where do I look? It's kind of bunched up. Um, Lucas, do you have kind of any input or notes on that so far? Yeah, I have two notes, which you you touch on on the image, but uh, at the top of the email are all the social buttons. Most, e and my philosophy is, one message per message. If it's a welcome series email like this, this is the first time that a customer, not even a customer, someone considering purchasing might be looking at your website and or your email and you're giving them five different social media links to click. But if they go look at your Pinterest, what are they going to do? Just remove anything that could be a distraction or add friction and take a, a look at your email from an arm's length away or put it on the table. And if it's really blurry and squinty, what's the message? What are, what are you drawing attention to? And they do a beautiful job with the contrast of the pink letters from the black letters on sort of the creamy beige background. But why are you emphasizing the name of Soap and Glory newsletters? No customer cares about the name of the branded newsletter that's just going to send them promotional offers. That doesn't need to be highlighted. And you also... Uh, highlight this on the website, they're using all caps for the body copy. Like it's good for a sentence or two or maybe a word, but I don't know if you remember Billy Mays, the infomercial guy. I heard it called the Billy Mays key once. Nobody wants to be yelled at in a hard to read font when they're trying to buy something. Yeah, dude, 100% agree. So then the next section from there, they basically have like a an image of like a coupon code, right? Like a physical coupon. Code. And can I, you don't even touch on the coupon, but... It, I don't understand what the deal is. It, so it's a UK brand. Okay, so it's the exchange rate, two pounds or two euros, 50 cents off. But it's just, I thought it was like a two for, like a two for 250 thing. Like just, that's very confusing. Yeah, it's not really clear, right? There's like a barcode, there's all this going on. The, the, the print's really small. Um, just really kind of feels like they over-engineered it, right? Like it, oh, and so the, the brand is a UK-based pharmacy. And my mother writes um, no, uh, novels set in the UK, in Wales. So her audience is this target demographic. I can't picture a single one of my mother's readers printing out an email and bringing it in. You know what they say? They say they shop at Tesco and Amazon because they trust them. Yeah, 100%. And then right like that, that you know, image there and kind of some of the other stuff that's happening really has prevented them from having a call to action, right? They, they are missing a call to action. They have nothing above the fold that allows people that are interested. Again, I think if you got this email, I don't know if you would be interested, but assume that they would. Um, there's no call to action, right? There's no clear you know, call to action anywhere for that matter. Um, so the goal, right, is, is to be getting someone to your website to purchase something, or even if the goal is to get someone to print a coupon, you know, have the coupon embedded on your website, you know, use a call to action to get them there, doesn't really need to be, in my opinion, in the email itself. No. And the highest value of this email is the two pounds off. It's not clear how to redeem it. It's not clear what that is. And presumably you signed up because you were told you would get two pounds off for giving your email. Yeah, exactly. And then the next section, right, is talking about like what's hot. And it's like this 
product kind of category section where it focuses on three different items. Um, and that they're really kind of bunched together, right? There's not enough spacing um, and the text hierarchy, you know, needs to be a little bit better, right? It's like, I don't really know where to read. I don't really know how to read that, right? Obviously you're supposed to read from left to right, but like, I don't even know where to start or where to end. Um, so I think having kind of that look a little bit more crisp and having the inf information kind of in a different format where it shows the the type and the titles and the price and the text call to action um, in a clean format would really, really be great. And again, like as you mentioned on the top, like this is you know, not mobile first. It's desktop friendly and mobile doesn't really render very well. So here's a question for you. In the first of email and a welcome series, is it better off to show products that represent everything that you sell? Products that tie into your uh, your main offer, or is it better to do just like a dynamic pick of what uh, what converts? Yeah, so typically like in the, the welcome series, like, and I know we're gonna touch on this a, a bit later, but the whole goal of that email for us is to essentially welcome people to the brand and kind of introduce the brand, right? Say thank you, you know, for joining, and then give any kind of value proposition that you promised in the email form, whether that's a discount code, um, some kind of entry into a giveaway, etc. Um, and then if you do have like you know some hero products that really are the ones that people are coming for, I think that showcasing those makes sense. Um, but further on in the emails, kind of throughout the welcome series, we will kind of display popular products as a whole. But however, again, if, if you have one hero product or even just one SKU, I think you could insert it into the, the welcome series for sure. Now, finishing it off, in my opinion, the worst part of this email is the footer because it's just, it's a waste. It is a gray rectangle. Yeah. I mean, how do you unsubscribe? You, you really can't, right? So if you can't unsubscribe from someone's list, what is your other option? You have to mark as spam and spam complaints are the death of your email business, right? You do not have email longevity and you do not have an email channel. If people can't unsubscribe, if they mark as spam at an alarming rate, you're toast, right? Like you'll get three, five, seven percent open rates at best if you end up being in the spam folder. Yeah. And it's, but not even that, it's a waste of space. Like it's just, if you're selling something that's supposed to be aesthetically pleasing makeup, it doesn't look very good at all. Yeah. No, I completely, completely agree. I think. We've given a lot of takeaways here of what not to do. Let's shift gears and take a look at the anatomy of a winning email. If you're feeling ready to take your email marketing beyond newsletters and campaigns, especially to power your growth, you are going to love OmniSend. OmniSend is an e-commerce marketing platform that goes above and beyond all the regular email campaigns. So you can actually start increasing your sales without increasing your workload. With OmniSend, you'll be launching a pre-built e-commerce automation system in no time. I started collecting emails in under 15 minutes with a 12% conversion rate. On top of this, OmniSend also intuitively segments your customers. And if you're trying out SMS, you can do it for free with OmniSend. Same with push notifications, all within the platform. The best part, you'll see an immediate sales impact because when you go beyond newsletters and campaigns into automations like a welcome flow, card abandonment, browse abandonment, etc., 2% of your emails can drive up to 40% of your revenue. Who doesn't want that? So join Hallmark, Duke Cannon, and over 50,000 
other high growth brands that choose OmniSend to grow their e-commerce business on autopilot. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.